0: The Lord be with you. And with your spirit. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Matthew. Glory to you, O Lord. As they were coming down from the mountain, the disciples asked Jesus, why do the scribes say that Elijah must come first? He said in reply, Elijah will indeed come and restore all things. But I tell you that Elijah has already come. And they did not recognize him, but did to him whatever they pleased. So also will the Son of Man suffer at their hands. Then the disciples understood that he was speaking to them of John the Baptist. The Gospel of the Lord.
1: This gospel passage, it really speaks to something that's, I think, important in the life of every, every Christian, everybody who's kind of come to Christ, and that's the idea that, you know, in these situations, often we might misunderstand something about our faith, or something about the way that the world works, or even something that we think God might be revealing to us in our own, our own personal life, and our own journey of faith. Um, you know, for example, this is often brought up, but the example of saint francis of assisi you know here's the lord tell them you know rebuild my church and what does he start to do right he takes it in a very literal way and he actually starts to reconstruct a church that was in ruins but it took him a little bit more time and discernment to truly understand what the lord was actually asking him to do which was really build up the body of christ <laughs> you know the believers in the church to bring people more to christ build up the church in that way and in the same way you could see again there's sort of like a misunderstanding and you know jesus is not always super specific that's why there's sometimes misunderstandings like that right but the gospel writer goes to qualify what he did mean and sometimes they do that in the gospels they say but what he meant was the coming of saint john the baptist and one of the things that's amazing is even in our confusion in our difficulty that's why the desert is usually necessary at some point in some believer's life. You know, we realize that where does St. John the Baptist go? He goes out to the desert to be able, A, to hear his call, and to be able to give that to other people. I can remember, perhaps I've mentioned this this portion of my own uh, vocation story before, but when I first moved to Portland, it was in 2008, and it was just for a job opportunity, but I didn't know anyone here except for the two guys I would be working with. And I wouldn't necessarily call them friends, just people I had met sort of in the business and, and I was going to work with. But um, at that point, so I didn't know anyone other than my business partners. And when I came out here, yeah, there's just no friends, no family, no nothing. And, and I was usually surrounded by those things. And as good as they are, they were also great distractions in my life, Right. Often when you're surrounded by friends, you're surrounded by doing things, being very busy, being very occupied and stuff. And sometimes that busyness is a curse in and of itself because it's a great distraction to us at times in our life. And so then I found myself here (laughs) all alone. And that's really when I started to go to daily mass more and more and more. I would started before I had moved and then I really had the time to do so. In that time in the desert, it was a gigantic turning point in my life. Because again, like we say, St. John the Baptist is a voice crying out in the wilderness. So I think we have voices that are crying out. But if our life is so unbelievably busy, we often don't hear it until God gives us our time in the desert, where there's really nothing else around than to hear the voice of God actually calling out to us. If we're so occupied and so busy, and again, this time of Advent, that's what we sort of seek to do is remove obstacles that might be in our way that would inhibit us from receiving Jesus into our life. And so that's, that's truly the goal, is to remove those obstacles, to be able to spend time with him so we can actually hear how he's active in our life. And so, you know, that's always a call to us when we hear things like this. Are there things that are so noisy in my life that they're inhibiting the communication that I'm getting from God. And if there are, we need to seek to silence those things, you know, at least for a while, so that we can hear his voice a little bit more clearly. God bless you all. And as you can see, um, you know, this is all decorated tonight for our big celebration, Our Lady of Guadalupe. And so... The, the mass tonight is actually at 10 p.m., so if any of you are kind of night owls, there will be great festivities from 10 p.m. to probably about 1 a.m., so that just goes to show you um, how important Our Lady of Guadalupe is in the tradition of our church and especially with our Hispanic community. God bless you all.